everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Fish on a Trip podcast. I am Sarah. And I'm Katie. And we are just doing our thing in the world right now, which is a very different world right now. Um, almost feels like a dream. Very huh, surreal. <laughs> very surreal. Um. What's really cool is we are friends, old friends from high school, and I live in Southern California in Orange County. And I I live in Northern California in the San Francisco Bay Area. (laughs) Um, And, you know, what's cool about all this, even though it all kind of sucks with COVID-19 and everything that's happening in... March 2020 (laughs) is connections and communication with people that maybe you don't see every day. So Katie, I'm really glad that we started this. Yeah, it's been nice to get in touch and just be in touch more often. Definitely. Um, So one of the things recently um, being, so we're Pisces. Both of us. We're both February Pisces. Pisces. <laughs> Pisces. <laughs> and we're trying to keep it cool for this And we're podcast. very silly. I think Pisces are. women are silly. We are. Definitely. We have <laughs> both sides, I think. A bit of sadness and a bit of silliness. Yes. If you will. <laughs> um, so I was reading up on dreams today just because I knew we were going to talk about dreams um, which is something that I know not a lot of people remember even though a lot of people have dreams Um, and Pisces are kind of the ones that are ruled by Neptune which is like ruling dreams and and visions and your intuition which I thought was interesting Mm -hmm. So, I wrote like four pages <laughs> on this shit. Well, it's good to write. Yeah, good to it's write. good. Yeah. Um. So dreams, what are they, Katie? What do you think dreams are? Well, <clears throat> I think dreams can be a lot of different things. Sometimes they can be just crazy they're just random completely random sometimes they can feel very meaningful to something that's going on in your waking life and sometimes they feel prophetic or they feel like they're telling you something that's going to happen or something about yourself and I think it's just how you choose to interpret your dreams um you know what do you think Sarah yeah I feel the same way I mean I feel like there's a lot of emotions in dreams, if you do remember what they are. Um, Probably a lot of anxiety, Mm -hmm. right? So um, they're nightmares and night Mm -hmm. terror kind of things, which I think we've talked about them enough to know that we have a lot of experience Mm -hmm. with those. Um, As far as your experience goes do you remember like do you have like a defining dream that you remember from your childhood that kind of kicked off your memories yeah well it's funny because 
I've always dreamed ever since I, I was very young. I've dreamed and I've dreamed in color and it's been vivid. And it's always thrown me for a loop when I talk to somebody that doesn't remember their dreams. And so one, one dream mm-hmm. that I had that was, it's really kind of a funny first dream as a child, a teacher or somebody had told me, if you want to remember your dreams, just tell yourself as you're falling asleep, look for your hands. Okay. So like you tell your subconscious <laughs> self as you're falling asleep to keep an eye out for your hands in your dream. And so I do remember this very vivid dream of just my hands right in front of my face and, and oh my everything gosh. is moving behind it and things are happening in the dream, but I'm focused on the hands and I woke up and that's all I could remember is my hands, the whole dream. Cause I was so, I was <laughs> so focused on looking for my hands in my conscious life that I looked for them in my dream. And so that felt like it was just taking care of the literal present. Like just what is happening right this exact minute in my mind. (laughs) But I remembered that was a very vivid first awareness of dreams. That's kind of crazy because that almost to me feels like it was like a lucid Kind of, yeah. There was no control, though. I've had a lucid dream, and it was one where I literally said, like, I want to fly now, and I flew, and I want to eat ice cream now, and I ate ice cream, you know? It was was more of just, like, my mind was so tuned in on my hands that that was conscious part of me, but the rest of me was having a dream in the background, you know? Something was going on in the background. I'm just staring at my my hands. Wow, you know, but the lucid dreams are interesting. Have you ever had a lucid dream? No, I feel like I've gotten close. Like I've been at the point towards an end of a dream where I've kind of been like trying to tell myself to do Mm -hmm. something like mentally thinking I'm, I'm making this decision, but then waking Mm -hmm. up and really having Mm -hmm. it happen. So um what about you as far as past that hands dream have you done more lucid well I've had probably more of that awareness that I'm dreaming in nightmares actually so if I've had a nightmare or if you know something is scary in my dream some conscious part of me says like wake up you're dreaming but I but the subconscious dreaming part of me says I'm in this dream. I'm stuck in this dream. Like, and I need to figure out how to wake myself up. Hmm. So that's kind of lucid because I'm aware of it. And then when I wake up, I'm immediately conscious of it was like, you know, it's like reality. It's like virtual reality. Totally. That actually makes me realize that I've told you a little bit about this, but where I've had dreams where I'm screaming for someone Mm -hmm. to wake up, it doesn't matter who it is, but I seem to be screaming, wake up. And then I find myself waking up. And then most recently I told you how I actually woke up mid scream, Um, but it wasn't a scream. It was like a, it's like in, um, you know, when (laughs) he screams, his mouth is really open. Yeah. Yeah, or like uh, Winona's character where she has her yes. tight shut and you're trying to talk. It feels like that. Yeah, it feels you, like you cannot yeah. open your yeah. lips, and you're literally like, mm, mm. right. <laughs> and and that's that's and, I think 
um, a theme that recurs for a lot of people is kind of yeah. yelling dreams or running dreams being chased. I actually, I had mm-hmm. a dream this week about being chased by a train and it's very strange, but it was very frightening. And um, I kind of looked up a little bit about what that could possibly mean, but being chased really, tri- mm-hmm. it, it, it shows that there's some sort of source of insecurity. And hello, we're in the middle of COVID-19 coronavirus scare stuff going on here. Like, yeah, I'm feeling insecure <laughs> in a yeah. lot of ways right now. <laughs> yeah. And I think everybody's feeling that. that, you know, it's it's buzzing through my body. So it's going to affect my dreams. It's going to affect what I'm seeing and how I'm feeling in my dreams. So I'm having these like this dream that I'm being chased by a train and train really is sometimes and I've read a little bit um it it, it's about conformity and so I feel like we're in the middle of having to conform we're in the middle of having to ration our groceries and wait in line and plan out how we're going to get out of the house and where we're going to go and I I feel like there's a conformity to that so it kind of shows my insecurity and my fear of like how humans are reacting and how I'm going to react in all of this yeah Definitely. Yeah, that's a big thing. Um, This is a big deal right now. I mean, society is changing in such a way, whether it's temporary or not, it's Mm -hmm. a big deal. Um, And with your train dream, I had that roller Mm -hmm. skate. Interesting. Modes of transportation. Um, And (laughs) yes. (laughs) Um, it's so interesting because I started in like an apartment with my rollerblades in like a big city, which is so funny. Something like New York, which I live in Orange County. It's not mm-hmm. LA. It's not New York in any means. Um, and, but I woke up in the city in a bright lit apartment with my rollerblades on and I wanted to get out and I got into the city. And I think I initially mentioned that I was, it felt empty. It did feel empty, but there was actually people around me as I rollerbladed through the city. Um, And it was a really cool scene. Like you think like neon city lights Mm -hmm. and um, the city by the bay, almost like San Francisco, which, you know, has a close place in my heart, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I was just cruising Hmm. through the city and It was a really fun experience, which I have had a lot of dreams where I feel like I'm just cruising or I'm flying or I'm coasting, Mm -hmm. like, which is kind of great. Like, I'm glad because I feel like there's a part of me that's like, I'm really just trying to take it easy and not let this stuff get to me. Um, But I did look up from your recommendation, thedreammoods.com. And it's a really good dictionary. I really liked Um, it. Yeah. And it said, yeah, it has a lot of information on there and I think it's yeah, very specific, yeah lots of choices I lots love of choices <laughs> of how it could relate to you yeah yes um so one of the things about the dream I don't think I told you about is I actually ended up at my work hmm. even though it wasn't really my work but it was like a multi-story building yeah kind of more neon lights kind yeah. of low lit but very empty almost like people had moved out huh. in a rush well <laughs> <laughs> Right? Almost as if. <laughs> Almost as if. And I've had dreams like that before, actually, where like 
the the building the work building I went to was totally different than this one and it's kind of been crumbling um and I went to my office and it wasn't my office (laughs) anymore so obviously there's a lot of uncertainty there it's kind of an obvious metaphor for changing situations and Um, everything on the forefront of your mind Right well, on the topic yeah. of work, and- I'm just curious: Do you mm-hmm. ever have recurring, like, stressful work dreams or work-related dreams? I mean, I feel like just like that, it's kind of similar. Where occasionally, I do have dreams where it's kind of it's about work, but it's usually about the physical building, and then empty offices are crumbling. And that's happened before. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, it is fairly recurring in a sense for me. What about you? Well, I think that my work dreams, I do have work-related dreams a lot, um, but I wouldn't say there's, like, a recurring anything to it. And because a a co-worker and I were just recently talking about how anybody who's worked as a food server – has has very stressful dreams you know while they're serving tables because when I was first working I worked at an Applebee's and it was busy it was always really busy and I just felt like I was non-stop in my waking life and then as I'm sleeping my mind is still going at the same speed and so my dreams were literally that one of the booths in the restaurant had been made into my bed and I'd have to get up and like seat people and serve them and go back to bed. And it was just this crazy dream of like nonstop work. And so sometimes I do have that, the nonstop work, but it's specific to what my job is at the time. Yeah. And it's like real, it's like really, really real. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, speaking of real and that's, totally real but what about the teeth yeah you know I've never had one of those dreams I have heard that people (gasps) have them I have never had a teeth falling out dream that's so crazy (laughs) because I have wow so many times throughout my life and I know that like it means stress technically or whatever um, maybe it's just a different way for my anxiety to kind of record in my brain. I don't know. I mean, I haven't had huge teeth issues, nothing like obvious. Like well, no, that. it's you know symbolic. I mean? It's definitely not your physical bones. It's your, it's, yeah. it's a dream that a lot of people have. I don't know much about it cause I haven't had one. And usually I start to research when I have a dream about something, but I've never really researched. What do you know about it? Yeah, I mean, I actually didn't research this one just because I I have in the past. So I just know that usually signifies stress of some, mm-hmm. like intense stress of some yeah. kind, I guess. Um, but it has been so real. Um, I mean, to the feeling of the teeth kind of clunking around oh, over your tongue, like in your mouth, um, and feeling them fall out of your mouth into the sink and like the the sounds of them the feel of them it's a terrifying I would imagine oh my gosh I mean just yes gosh having that happen in real life I could never imagine and so I yeah I mean it's not a great one but I honestly don't even remember the last time I had one I just know I've had multiple over the period of my life that's terrifying. I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, I, I think I mentioned to you in the past that when I was pregnant with my daughter, 
it like really (laughs) hit hormones, you know, into overdrive. And when the baby was born, I'd have these terrible night terrors that the baby was in the bed with us and was getting suffocated by the sheets. And so I'd be in, I'd wake up and look for her in the sheets and I've always been a very active dreamer. I've always been a very, you know, I, I talk in my sleep. I've, I've occasionally walked and done strange things in my sleep. I look for things next to the bed in my sleep. <laughs> it's all very weird. But having a baby really <laughs> pushed it into overdrive for a while. And I think it was hormone related. Sure. But it, man, I, it would be the most scary experience. There'd be a part of me that would know you put the baby in the crib. The baby is in the crib. And then the other part of me is, but what if she's stuck in the pillow and I'm, it's the middle of the night and I'm pulling the pillowcase off the pillow. And, you know, it really freaked my my husband out, but eventually we laughed about it, but it just, it's a very scary moment when it's happening. And it takes a minute for your logical self to be like, oh, it was just a dream. Right. But yeah. Wow. Teeth falling out, babies suffocating in sheets. I mean, this is terrible stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what's crazy about dreams, too, is uh, they're actually something that really we don't have any control over. I mean, you can if you try and train yourself and have lucid dreamings. But really, how realistic is that? I think it's a hard task to achieve. And if you can, it's not going to happen on your watch, you know. It'll be like one night that you can like actually make things happen the way that you want them to. Um, And I don't know. It's interesting. I was like thinking about kinds of dreams and there's really only two technically, I think Um, just regular dreaming, but Mm -hmm. then lucid dreaming. So maybe there's more than two (laughs) Uh, night terrors and nightmares, which are kind of like, they're different. Um, I think they're different. I'm sure there's a difference between those two things. Yeah. And then daydreams, I would count those in because I think oh, yeah. it's Pisces. We, I don't know. I'm so visual and I think I've daydreamed my entire life, just scenarios that will never happen, but I Absolutely. tend to just do that anyways. I'm 100% with you on that. <laughs> and yeah. I think that even as we were talking about doing this podcast, our, our wheels are spinning constantly. And so you think about if our wheels are spinning constantly during the day when we're awake and we're visualizing everything and we're absorbing everything, then at night our brains are still moving, you know? And I think that it's really kind of a cool thing that it's uncontrollable and that it is just something that happens and everybody dreams, Mm -hmm. but not everybody remembers it. So I think it's kind of a gift. I think it's a gift when you can remember your dreams vividly and we I don't remember all my dreams I want to take them write them down but it would just be you know that'd be another job for me to have to do and I I (laughs) I think it's really good I think it's cool when someone is able to recall their dreams and then look into what that might mean in their life definitely yeah I mean one of the things I was looking up earlier is Pisces and dreams and just kind of looking at the characteristics of Pisces. And I know not all of us are the same, like you and I are both February Pisces. I think it is a very different thing from a March Mm -hmm. Pisces, but yet um, regardless, it doesn't discriminate on Mm -hmm. who can dream or not. Um, But I think 
it's interesting just reading some of the facts about Pisces um, and their dreaming and kind of our own commonality between you and I dreaming, because honestly, I don't, at least people, a lot of people I know either don't dream or they don't remember or they dream and they just don't talk about it. I'm not really well, sure. Well, I think from a science, <laughs> science standpoint, um, they prove that everybody dreams because your brain is active and it's creating imagery. Um, but some people just don't have the ability to remember it. And uh, it's funny because the right. other night you and I talked, we FaceTimed and um, at the end we were like, well, have really good dreams. Right. And, and <laughs> I said, I'm going to try a dream about you. And guess what I did? I dreamed about you. And so I think that there is a little bit of when you're aware of your dreams, you can kind of input, something into it but the dream was that you were building a drive-in burger place in town here where I live (laughs) and I was helping you build it like we were building the actual structure of it and and it was going to be so cool and there it was like 50s drive-in style and it was so cool and it was just such an interesting connection that you and I had just talked I made the conscious decision to have a dream about you and then I did. <laughs> That's so cool. I, love I can't that. say I can do it every time, but occasionally, occasionally it happens. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just another thing about our dreams too, is they're really a tap into our subconscious. Um, and everything that we do each day, everything that we may not communicate to ourselves or others each day it kind of just gets pushed down into the yeah. depths of our subconscious and that stuff will come out when we dream and that's what we have no control over. But at the same time, it's an incredible insight into the things that we're worrying about, um, things that we aspire to be or desires, like it's all there. It's kind of a learning tool. And if you're able to actually tap into that, I think it's really important and awesome. And the fact that you, Katie, do the same thing as I do, it's it's rare to know someone who does. So I think yeah, it's really it's cool. Definitely, it's definitely yeah. interesting that we are both February Pisces because it's, a, it's one half of the Pisces, right? And I, and I have a brother who's a Pisces as right. well, but he's a March Pisces. And it's, we're different. Um, there are lots of things that are similar, but I feel like you and I really connect on an art level, on a music level, in dreams, in emotions, in movies, you know, we connect on so many different levels. And it's, it's really nice. Right. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I love Yay. it. <laughs> Yay. Pisces. And so that's why we're fish on a trip, because we are just on this planet. Yeah. And taking the trip that we are on the journey that we've been on our whole lives and navigating where we're going as it's happening in our lives. Exactly. Yeah. I love, I love that you came up with that. Um, <laughs> Cause there's so many names that we could have tried. No, it to was do. a good one and it was a joke, <laughs> but it was good. <laughs> yeah. And that's the best part. Because we like to just joke and we're very silly together. And I remember when I came down to visit you, (laughs) 
and we went out and sang karaoke. It was just so much fun. It was so funny to just be myself. And I think that's the nice thing about us is that we're very authentic with each other. And um, I love the depth of it. And that's a Pisces thing. That's fish go deep. Right. Oh, it's so true. Because also I have to just tap into this thought is I remember first meeting you in high school. And I don't think the connection was as strong, obviously, as it is now. Mm-hmm. Like it took some time to get to each other. <laughs> um, well, and high school is just such a funny place <laughs> because we don't know who we are yet. There's we don't we don't know where we fit into the world right. yet. And, yeah. you know, we think as high schoolers that we have it all figured out. And, you know, I was a I transferred there, I think, my junior year and didn't really know anybody and um was a little bit, you know, cautious in making friends and didn't have classes with a lot of people. So it kind of limits how the social can go. But I do remember how much fun we would have mm-hmm. at like break. I don't think we ever had a class together. <laughs> and we would just yeah, have so much fun yeah. in between classes. And it was just a funny group of people, a funny group yeah. of girls that all had different personalities and different senses of humor and we would all just connect for 15 minutes a day or something. And, you know, it's, it's great. It's created (laughs) bonds that, you know, people will have for a very long time. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it's amazing this bond that we've kind of created over time and I'm so grateful for it. Um, And I'm grateful for this, this new podcast that we've kind of just, yeah, I think it's a great way to just chat if people <laughs> like to listen sometimes. And I think that we have interesting things to say and a different perspective. And mm-hmm. if there are any February Pisces out there, it'd be interesting to get their feedback or <clears throat> find out yes. if they can relate to this in any way or if it's just you and I <laughs> in this world. Yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> but, you know, also dream. And dream. If you're a dreamer yeah. out there. We'd love to hear from y'all. <laughs> Dreams. Oh, man. Dreams. I love it. Dream this well tonight. Try going into it looking yeah. through your hands and <laughs> you will remember your dream. <laughs> I'm going to try this I'd really tonight. love to find out if you <laughs> see your hands in your dream or if it makes, or if it makes you more aware yeah. of what's going on in the dream. I think that's the point of it. But my, my yeah. mind is so literal that. I look for my hands in my dream. I'm going to see my hands in my dream the whole time. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Well, this, I mean, I think this has been a great first episode. <laughs> I think we can do the podcast voices very well. <laughs> I think, you know, it was a little bit, this is our first one. And so we're only going to get more comfortable and the conversation over a cell phone you know is going to flow a little differently so I think this was great I love it thank you so much Katie (laughs) you know what I think we should do (laughs) we should do like a little chorus line of fish on the trip where I go fish on the trip and you go fish on the trip are you ready okay (laughs) all right all right I'll go first Fish on a trip. Fish on a trip.
Bitch on a trip. Bitch on a trip. Bitch on a trip. Trip. <laughs> All right, I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>